What's up, everyone? My name is Tyler. I'm the singer of the band Afterlife, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Tyler, what's up, dude? I'm so freaking excited to finally get to talk to you. Uh, I've been a fan of the band for some time. And uh, I mean, your debut album was incredible, but now your sophomore album, Part of Me, is just, it blows my mind on like the evolution that the band's had within just two records. Um, for you personally, like, how do you see the band has evolved since the debut in 2019 to now the new record? Um, well, for one, I'm excited to be here. So uh, I think the evolution from the band is like, when we did our first debut, it was like the first record as Afterlife. So like we kind of really wanted to make a statement, have it be very aggressive, you know, very in your face and kind of like leave the impression that like, all right, this band, there's something here. Because um, we always kind of had a plan to go where we went with the second record. And with the second album, we wanted to kind of go like into a little like deeper into like what the band is, like each individual member and like the influences that we have and like you know, where we grew from Breaking Points and now part of me. And I think given everything going on in the world at the time, because the record was kind of split up into three sections, like March and the summer and the end of, of 2020, it really encapsulated like everything we were dealing with at that time, you know, especially me as well. So I feel like you really dove into um, like more, um, you gave us more vulnerability with this record. Um, yep. And, and, like for you as a, as a songwriter, as an artist, you know, obviously kind of reliving or opening up those wounds that you kind of write about. What is that process for you? Um, was that something that you felt like just you had to get it out? So it just came out of you? Or was it something that like you knew you had to get it out, but it was being difficult to come out? Uh, for me specifically, like during that time, I was going through like a really rough point in my life, personal life anyway. And um I was just, I was, I was finding that I had so much to talk about and like, I was, because I was experiencing as it was going. And I felt that like, if I was ever going to write those songs, like miles away, you know, specifically, if I was ever going to write that song, it was like right then and there, like I had to be done there. I couldn't write it in a year because it wouldn't feel like genuine to me. So I was like, in that moment, I had to write that song. And, you know, with part of me, I was, I was at a point in like my adult life where like, I, you know, I reached that point of closure for that song so it just felt right like a lot of the songs on the record felt right based on where i was at or the rest of the guys were at in our own lives so it, it just felt like the perfect timed record like it was like a time capsule of where we were all at at the time the importance of, of having zach come back on this record he's been a day one with you guys for for i mean since the beginning of the band pretty much yeah. so um, having him during this, this opportunity or this, this new experience of like, okay, we're opening up a little bit more, like we're talking about ourselves more than ever. Um, how did that help you guys be more comfortable in the studio to do that? Well, like you said, he's been there from day one. So it's like, he, you know, he's seen the band evolve. He's seen us evolve as like individuals and like, he really knows where we want to go better than anybody else. So having him on for this album fully, as opposed to breaking point, it was split between him and Zach Stravini, which is absolutely, he's killing it right now. Like every record he does is just ridiculous. Zach too. So it's like having, having him there for this record, this important record, because a lot of bands kind of dropped the ball on their second album. And like we, from the get go, we're like, we cannot like, you know, we can't have that happen. So uh, we, we took a lot of time and like wanted to make sure that like the songs were the best way. And we took a lot of his, uh, either constructive criticism or just like 
a lot of his brain went into this album as well. It was, you know, as like a second member. So it, it was great having him. I hope to have him for every record. Um, and even though like he's a good friend of ours, so like we'll hang out aside for music and it's always cool to kind of have that person there knowing they'll be there like as a friend, but also as like a producer and a writer and everything else that goes into doing an album. Listening to the record sonically, like how would you say that, uh, that Zach helped you guys somewhat step out of your comfort zone and, and create something new, something fresh with, with part of me? He has an ear for like the most odd sounding production. Like, so within the record, there's so much underneath the guitars and the drums and the vocals and the bass. There's this insane production element that I haven't seen anyone do outside of him. So like he has this ear and like this taste for this production that no one else has. So it's really cool that we can tap into that and he'll give us that and like really solidify that into our, so it's becoming a, it's becoming like a part of our music. And when people listen or critique the songs, like, yeah, I love this production. I haven't heard it from anywhere else. It's, it's only in this band or the bands that Zach does. So it's, it's cool to have that element that is from him. And he's very good at kind of like breaking down. I mean, I feel like any band will have writer's block in the studio. So he's very good at breaking down what you want to do in like very simplistic ways. And then building on top of that, getting you to where you were at, but you couldn't get there yourself. He's a, he's a great guy. He's one of the best in my opinion. How did you feel challenged vocally, Tyler? Okay. So I love talking about this because it's something that I took a lot of like, pride into so like going from breaking point it was a predominantly screaming and rapping record there were the songs that had singing so on this album i wanted to push myself not only to be like a better screamer have more kind of like flow and like vibe to like my rapping but i also wanted to elevate like the singing on the record and i also wanted to become a better writer you know there were some songs i wouldn't change anything about breaking point but there were some things i wish i could have said better so going into this record, I really wanted to make sure like I dove really deep into like the storytelling aspect of like my rapping and singing. One of my favorite rappers is NF. And I got really into him during while I was writing this record. So it took a lot of influence on how, you know, you never really quite see the big picture until the end of the song. So it keeps you engaged. It keeps you listening, keeps you like kind of making your own conclusion until you get the full thing. And I really love that about his music. So I wanted to have that in our music without like not, not really ripping off, but like having it in our own way. And I think I really did that. I think part of me, not only the record, but the song is probably one of the, is the best song I've ever written from like a sonic point, but to like a lyrical point as well. Like it's going to be hard to top that one. Because you challenge yourself so much with, with singing and screaming and, and the rapping. Um, I feel like it also gets exhausting. So when you're writing a whole album, 10 tracks like this, we don't have any tours going on. So you don't get to really like test these live pretty much. So as you're in the studio recording these songs, like how do you not kind of pigeon yourself in a way that like each and every song is exhausting to sing. And then when you take it live, it's just a challenge. So how do you, how do you control that? I don't know if I'm asking the, the question correctly, but. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's like, how do you know what you're doing is right? Like, exactly. How do you know it's going to translate. And I think for, for our advantages, we've had, you know, we had all of 2020 to really do the record based on the. So like we would write 
X amount of songs, we'd have a time off and be able to like sit and like reflect on like, what uh, do we like this? Do we don't like this? How can we change it? You know, by the end result, we all love the record. So it was like, you know, we kind of wrote it in a way where like the heavier songs were absolutely written live, like Misfit Anthem, Pure, Envy, like all those songs we knew were like the live songs. So we wrote them in that, in that, in that way. So they would translate live. I mean, still there could be the issue of not people liking it, but luckily the three shows or four shows we played this year, they've been hits like absolute crowd bangers. Like the kids lose their mind over it. So it's like, it's, it's definitely difficult, like for songs like miles away and like part of me, like the softer, more like ballad type songs. You never know those, how those are going to go over we don't play uh, Miles Away live, but part of me has been been nothing but amazing live. I feel like you have to play part of me. Like, there's no question yeah. about it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not in the set list. It's just the new record. But no, that, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, we, it, it's cool. Like, in our set, so Broken Home from Breaking Point is, like, chapter one. And then part of me is, like, chapter two. So it ends on those two songs. It's, like, one big story. And how we play it live is like they all run together. So like it's broken home into part of me. So like during the set, it's a one big story and then it just ends. Like it's it's honestly really cool. And like we constructed this like big percussive like intros with like synths and like keys. It's like this big thing. And like, it's super cool to bring that from the studio live to like a live setting. And the fact that part of me was one of your most vulnerable and one of your favorite songs so far. Would you say that song was easy to write or would you say that was one of the most challenging songs to write on this record? I think in terms of like, like it feeling the most natural, it was definitely part of me um, because it's like a story that I know so well and like I can easily talk about it and get it out there. But like, I wanted to write it to where it felt like a timeless song. Uh, like some of my favorite bands, like obviously Linkin Park and Papa Roach, like they had these songs that, no matter how long ago they were written, they feel timeless, they feel fresh, they feel, you know, new. And I, I wanted it to, to be similar in ways that like, I could tell the story, but how could I make it feel like a journey? Like how, how can I make it feel exciting without it? You know, I, I didn't want to fabricate stories or anything like that. So it was like, I wanted to bring a new element to the music outside of me just talking about what happened in my life. And that's where like Zach came in with like the production aspect with like, we have these like rising synths and keys and choir part. It's, I don't know. We, it, he really brought that song to the next level. Once you finalize this record, you finally got to listen to the final, like the final version. What do you feel like the band uh, learned about themselves? I think, I mean, the, this process of writing this record was like a once in a lifetime thing. And I hope it never happens again because it was absolutely trapped. Like the world was just completely messed up. So like, during this record, I think we we really learned to like trust our gut because like, you know, as a band, there's a lot of ears and hands and involved in certain things. And like, you know, we we were really, we were really, I don't know the word, we were really stuck on being a certain style or not, like we wanted something specific for this record and we, we really didn't want to budge on it. So like, I think we all learned that we, to trust our gut and to know what we were doing was right. And now that the record's been out for a couple months now, I think we were on the right track. Like people are loving the record, the heavy songs, the soft songs, you know, we're, we're being confirmed on like the biggest festivals we've ever been on. So it's like, I'm glad we, you know, stuck to our guns and, and really trusted, you know, what we wanted to do as a band.
we're closing out the year uh, in a couple of weeks. So what are the plans for afterlife in 2022? So it's crazy that it's 2022. <laughs> it's like, I, I it's nuts. Um, so we're kicking off February 16th to the 21st. We are uh, going on a, a cruise to Belize. So it's a five-day rock cruise with Rob Zombie, Mudvayne, Mastodon, Bad Omens, Crown the Empire, Blackstone Chain. It's like insane. Two onboard performances, then you go to the private island and there's like a festival on the private island. So we start the year with that. Um, we just announced that we will be at Welcome to Rockville, May 2022. Uh, we're playing Saturday, opening for Guns N' Roses. And that's like something I would never you know it's like it's it's one of those things that's just crazy and then like we have a couple other festivals this year that are unannounced and currently right now we have announced that we're going we're supposed to be going to europe in may but who knows like with how over there it's it's scary but yeah lots of touring and I, that's my thing it's like i it was such a bummer to put out the record in a time where obviously there's no touring i'm not we're not the only band that did it there's hundreds of bands so it's like, I'm so ready to get these songs out there and like put them in front of crowds. Cause like this year we had our album release show, which was awesome. Then we were supposed to do Rebel Rock in Orlando. It got canceled. And so we did a pop-up show, awesome show. Uh, and then we did, uh, we headlined Welcome to Rockville this year, like a couple weeks ago on Wednesday. And now we're going back next year. So it's from what we can see the people like the songs. So <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. And you and you get to bring it to new audiences too. I feel like with these with these upcoming festivals, this this uh, this trip that you're having, like I feel like it's it's really gonna open up new ears uh, for yeah. afterlife. That's like a a cool thing too. It's like the people we're meeting at these festivals. This is our first time doing these types of festivals, so it's like it's all new audience, and like we're meeting people that have been fans of the band for so long that haven't been able to make it to the shows, but they'll be at every single day at these festivals. So it's like, a, it's a real treat to like, to kind of meet these people that have been fans in the background that we haven't necessarily interacted with or seen. So it's awesome. No, man. Well, thank you for, for taking the time to do this. Congratulations with this record. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing it again, like for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a fan that's sticking around till the end with you guys. So I'm, I'm just happy we got to get on the phone today. Like, dude, I know. <laughs> Has it been what two years? A year? <laughs> I think yeah. It's 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 been too long. Let's just say that. So <laughs> I'm happy we finally got to talk because like obviously I'm a big fan of like a lot of like the interviews you do, and I love that you share them like full video, so you don't have to like go and like look for it. Like it's boom yeah. right there. I love that stuff. So dude, appreciate that. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more, and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and have a great night.